from the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. A very Merry Christmas as we get into the December 25th, 2011 edition of WIA National News. And just as we get into it, I'd like to thank you all for taking the time to listen, particularly those taking the time to rebroadcast on RF this, the WIA National News. An email or ten in this past week have directed us to a URL about ham radio and Mr Home Improvements himself, Tim Allen. The first person to send us an email was Ben Robertson, N7RBI. And we'll hear more of this Tim Allen and ABC TV when we hook up with Amateur Radio Newsline in this edition of news from the WIA. But first, some excellent news in from the WIA National Office. This is Michael Owen, VK3KI. At long last, and after ongoing representations by the WIA, we seem to be getting closer for advanced licensees being allowed transmit power limits comparable to other countries. The ACMA has advised the WIA that it intends to accede to the WIA's request that advanced licensees may apply for a variation of their license to permit higher power from a fixed location on a trial basis from 1 March 2012. The ACMA has stressed to the WIA that it remains concerned about the risk of interference from the use of higher power. At the end of 12 months, the position will be reviewed by the ACMA. The ACMA has adopted this approach to enable any particular difficulties to be identified and satisfactory solutions found to, in the words of the ACMA, quote, enable the trial to progress to appropriate ongoing arrangements from early 2013, The ACMA will publish the changes to the licence process and the forms setting out the further information needed for an application for higher power before 1 March 2012. While the details are still subject to discussion, the following principles will be applied. Transmitter power outputs up to 1000 watts PEP may be permitted, though the emission modes to which this limit will apply are still subject to consideration. It should be noted that lower power limits may be specified in some cases. The higher power limits will only be permitted on the amateur HF bands where the amateur service is the primary service. The WIA has requested that the band 7100 to 7200 kHz be also included and this is being considered. Higher power will not be permitted in certain areas that will be identified by the ACMA on its website. Licensees will continue to be obliged to comply with the EME requirements. For the period of the trial, licensees permitted to use higher power 
will be encouraged to keep a full log of all transmissions on bands where the higher power is permitted, noting in each case the power in fact used. The WIA's most recent request is set out in the November 2010 issue of the WIA's magazine Amateur Radio. This is a preliminary announcement and further details will be published as they become available before March and after the Christmas break. The WIA anticipates working closely with the ACMA on this issue. This is Mel, VK3FDSL. Just a reminder that the National Office of the WIA closed for the Christmas break at 4pm Melbourne time on Friday 23rd of December. We will reopen at 10am Melbourne time on Monday 16th of January 2012. No examinations or call sign recommendation applications will be processed nor book orders dispatched before the office reopens in January. We hope all radio amateurs are enjoying their festive season. Hello radio friends, this is Drew, VK3 X-Ray Uniform, mostly on CW these days. Um, Happy Christmas everyone, and uh, wish you a happy and safe and healthy New Year. VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. A quick trip around VK, we'll be hearing from VK5, VK3 and VK2 where it's season's greetings from all the news team at VK2WI. And a note to listeners that they will be every Sunday morning broadcasting the news at 10am VK2 time, but there will be no evening bulletins until January 15. VK3 and the Mount Hotham repeater is in service. The Albury-Wodonga Amateur Radio Club, after some years and a lot of hard work, has got the VK3 RHO 2 metre repeater back on air. The enthusiasm behind the project came at a cost including some refurbishment, sourcing power and site fees. The Albury-Wodonga Amateur Radio Club is to be congratulated in its efforts which now fill a missing gap in the repeater network in the northeast of Victoria. It covers a wide area of the high plains and will be useful during the annual roof run which is a Weissen event. Sounds like something Santa might get up to. Now if you live in the area, give it a try with 147.650 in and 147.050 out. Nineteen forty one, the first of four ships being built for the Australian Navy slides down the slipway of BHP's newly constructed Wyala shipyard. HMAS Wyala was commissioned for duty on January the eighth, nineteen forty two. She carried out escort duty on Australia's east coast and later took part in operations in the New Guinea Theatre before being attached to the British Pacific Fleet as a unit of the 21st Minesweeping Flotilla. HMAS Wyala was decommissioned in 1947 and sold to the Victorian Government for whom she would be employed as a lighthouse maintenance vessel until 1984. Hearing that the ship was to be sold as scrap, she was purchased by the Wyala City Council and brought back to Wyala. In 1987, she was moved back up the same slipway from which she was launched 46 years earlier and relocated to become the centrepiece of the city's Maritime Museum.
On the weekend of January the 7th and 8th, 2012, the South Australian branch of the Naval Association of Australia will commemorate the 70th anniversary of the ship's commissioning and the Wyala Amateur Radio Club will take part in the special celebration by operating from the ship using the special event call sign VI5WHY. The station will be on air from around 2300 UTC on Saturday, January the 7th and is especially keen to make contact with present or former naval members. Operating frequencies and modes will be posted on the VK Ham website closer to the event. Special QSL certificates will be sent to all stations that make contact. So mark the date January the 7th on your calendar. This has been Alex, VK5ALX, on behalf of the Wyala Amateur Radio Club. Season's greetings to all listeners from the President and Board of the WIA. Once again, the past year has been an eventful one for Amateur Radio in VK, culminating in the release by the WIA on last Thursday, the 22nd of December, of the proposed high-power trial by the ACMA during part of 2012. The supportive staff at our national office at Anderson House in Bayswater, Victoria, have continued to provide friendly and efficient service to our members and the board. It would be remiss of me not to mention our appreciation for the skilled volunteer work conducted on behalf of the WIA by very competent and experienced amateurs. We owe these dedicated people a debt of gratitude for their support. This is a time of travel for many individuals and families to reunite with other family members by air, land or sea. Many amateurs will be among them, so if you hear a mobile station calling, please answer and keep them company for a while on their journey, especially if it is late at night, to help them safely on their way. There will also be others you may hear who cannot be reunited with their kin for various reasons, so why not bring some cheer to their day by answering? Those of us fortunate to be sharing our time with family and friends in the comfort of our surrounds should spare a moment to reflect on those serving our nation overseas in the Defence Force, Australian Federal Police, Customs, Philanthropic Organisations and many others and silently wish them a speedy and safe return. Sadly, some families will have an empty chair at the Christmas table and the mood will be sombre as the occupier will never return. The New Year is just around the corner and a time when many will make New Year's resolutions. Besides resurrecting those from this year, which were not achieved, give thought to something you can resolve to achieve in 2012 for the betterment of amateur radio in VK. This has been you on VK4RM for the WIA board, wishing you all a Merry Christmas, a happy and prosperous New Year and safe travelling. From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. Wishing you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the WIA Sydney News Desk. I'm Jason, VK2 LAW. Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio. VK7 and NTARC congratulate Brendan Smith on passing his Foundation Licence Assessment. We understand that Brendan has requested VK7FESQ as his call, so we look forward to hearing him on air soon. Please make Brendan welcome by coming back when you hear him on air and introduce yourself. Now to international news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, 
Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. EU threat to amateur radio kits. TLO DL9KCE reports a threat to amateur radio kits and modified equipment arising from changes to the EMC directive. Currently, amateur radio kits and modified equipment are specifically excluded from the directive, but under the proposed changes, they would be fully subjected to the EMC directive. The resulting high compliance costs could make it uneconomic to develop and sell kits, so killing off the kit market. If radio amateurs wish to modify equipment, it appears they would also incur additional costs and bureaucratic hassle. IARU Region 1 will respond to it with a letter soon. Now to AR Newsline and National Radio Afghanistan heard on 40 metres. Yuli Bilmeyer, DJ9KR, reports that National Radio Afghanistan is operating on 7.2 in the amateur radio 40 metre band. DJ9KR says that via the IARU Region 1 website that he has monitored the station on November the 28th as it's being centered on 7200 kilohertz covering 7195 through 7205 kilohertz bandwidth with its audio sidebands. DJ9KR says that the very best way to handle this situation is to inform your nation's telecommunications agency if you're suffering interference from National Radio of Afghanistan and ask them to file an international complaint. Another recommended procedure is to file a report with the intruder watch coordinator in your nation. The world of amateur radio is celebrating the 50th anniversary of the orbiting of the first ever ham radio satellite, known simply as OSCAR, an acronym for the words Orbiting Satellite Carrying Amateur Radio. Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, is in the newsroom with more. For those not around back in the 1960s, OSCAR, now called by many as OSCAR-1, was carried into space at 2041 GMT on December 12th of 1961. It was launched aloft by a Discoverer 36 launch vehicle from Vandenberg Air Force Base in California. After launch, the satellite went into a north-south orbit, transmitting Morse on the frequency between 144.990 and 145.008. It is said to have had a tremendous signal on any direct overhead pass. Among the first to hear Oscar one were the hams at KC4USB, which was the Marie Bird base at the South Pole. They picked up the signal loud and clear only a few minutes after launch, and this is what they heard. Yes, just above the noise, a radio amateur or SWL with fairly decent receivers and a good 2-meter converter could make out the letters H, and I that formed the word high. And soon the signal was heard by hams in Kodiak, Alaska, and by KH6UK in Hawaii. All of these on the Oscars' first pass. The ARL headquarters station, WNAW, also heard this first pass on the United States East Coast. Now, in celebration of the 50th anniversary of the orbiting of the Oscar One Ham satellite, AMSAT North America is reissuing the original Project Oscar newsletters. According to AMSAT, the original newsletters were all hand-typed way back in 1961. Don Ferguson, KD6IRE, has scanned these documents that announced Oscar One's launch. 
They are being reissued via the AMSAT News Service bulletins online. For the Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF, in the newsroom in Los Angeles, remembering the day that Oscar One was launched. Thanks to the efforts of AMSAT and especially KD6IRE, 21st Century Hams Worldwide can read the story of the bird that opened the door to space communications to amateur radio operators around the globe. Weird and wonderful now. Milan, Illinois National Guard Building holds secret message. Recently, a passerby noticed something very peculiar about the addition being added onto the Illinois National Guard Building in Milan. The design in the building containing a secret message. Dave Mayfield knows a thing or two about radios after collecting and operating them for 25 years. So, when he drove past the Illinois National Guard building a few days ago, the design caught his eye. Took me just a second at first. I thought it was a random pattern, but it's not a random pattern at all. It's Morse code, says Mayfield. But what the bricks say remain a mystery for most. It's estimated only one in thousands would know what one wall says loyalty and duty, while another wall says respect and honour. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you are tuned to the WIA National News Service. In northwestern Tasmania, it can be heard on VK7RMD, the Mount Duncan repeater, on 146625, at 9am Sundays and 9pm Tuesdays. I'm Winston, VK7EM. Hello, this is Diane, VK3FDIZ from the office, wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and a safe and Happy New Year. Operational News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2012. January 1-31, VK Rosshall Memorial VHF UHF Contest. January 14-15, VK Summer VHF UHF Field Day. F4OO is operating from F4FOO is operating from Togo in West Africa until 4 January. He will be on 20 the 10 meters using SSB. The call sign to look for is 5V7MA, and QSLs go via as F4FOO home call. SM6CPY is active as 9X0PY from Rwanda between the 24th of December and the 7th of January 2012. His operation will be holiday style on all bands with a focus on 20 through 10 metres. QSL to his home call sign, SM6CPY. Manfred, DF6EX, has written a program that helps in providing info on which QSL manager, stroke DX station you can expect a reply via the Bureau, or which DX stations you better not work or have to spend a lot of money to get their card. The program has a growing database and it lets you know what stations do not QSL back or just take your green stamps. Currently there are 11,500 managers stroke DX stations listed from information collected over the past 20 years. The best news is that it is free. No fee at all. Also, there will be further updates. You just have to register by mail. Intruder Watch, Enforcement Zone. Greek pop music blast from Turkish Cypriot mosques. The Religious Affairs Directorate in the Turkish controlled sector of Cyprus has claimed that deliberate interference caused popular Greek Cypriot radio programs to broadcast from mosque rooftops instead of the Islamic call to prayer. Due to interference in radio frequencies which link the mosque's PA systems, 
Greek pop hits could be heard yesterday blasting through the air. Read more from the Famagusta Gazette. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ in Ingham, and I'd like to wish everybody on this Christmas Sunday morning a very merry, enjoyable and holy Christmas. I'm Richard VK2SKY and you're listening to WIA National News in New South Wales via VK2WI Sydney on most amateur bands from 160 metres through to 23 centimetres and on the 60 metre band on a frequency of 5425 kHz upper sideband. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. At the start of this edition of WIA National News for Christmas Day, December 25, 2011, we made mention of Mr Home Improvements himself, Tim Allen. We'll be hearing that story in just a moment in Media Watch, but first... VK7. Season's greetings from the VK7 regional news team. Where has 2011 gone? It seems only a short time we were reporting on the VK9 NAD expedition and it was annual general meeting season for clubs around VK7 and guess what? We're back in the season. Time flies when you're having so much fun with this great hobby of ours. We all hope you have a safe and relaxing Christmas and New Year. And see you in 2012. And this is Justin, VK7 Tango Whiskey, on behalf of the VK7 Regional News Team for VK1 WIA. Some good PR here. Ham Radio to be feature player on Last Man Standing. Ham Radio is coming to network television. This as a part of the plot of the ABC situation comedy Last Man Standing. On the show, actor and comedian Tim Allen of Home Improvement fame plays the character of Mike Baxter, Baxter is the married father of three and the director of marketing at an outdoor sporting goods store in Colorado. Amateur radio will come into play on the show in mid-January when it's revealed that Mike Baxter is an avid radio amateur with a call sign KA0XTT. But that's not the only ham radio connection to the show. Last Man Standing is being produced for ABC Television by John Amadeo, NN6JA. And if you pick up the December edition of CQ Magazine and turn to page 30, you'll find an article by Amadeo, one that tells the story of how he challenged his staff to become licensed radio amateurs. And out of those who accepted, seven have gotten licensed so far. The reward for those who succeeded was a dual band handheld radio. As of this report, Tim Allen is not among those who have accepted John Amadeo's challenge, but he tells CQ that he's working on him. In addition to the CQ article, the AWRL has a very nice piece about Last Man Standing and how it got involved in helping Amadeo to create the KA0XTT call sign. You can read that on the news pages at www.arrl.org. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. Yeah, g'day. It's uh, Bob Tate, VK3XP. I'm the uh, VK3 uh, Advisory Committee Chairman and also I'm the uh, Chairman of the uh, Grants Committee. And I'd like to wish everybody on the broadcast a very Merry Christmas and a safe and happy New Year. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital. Global Data Traffic. An interesting statistic is that by 2014, global data traffic will increase 39 times from its current levels, reaching 3.6 exabytes, that's around 3.9 billion gigabytes per month. This according to wireless and networking vendor Cisco Systems. 
Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. A reminder that the AMSAT, VK unofficial HF net, is on the second Sunday of each month, April through October, at 1000 hours UTC on 3.685 MHz, and November through March at 0900 UTC on 7.068 MHz. ESA Vega rocket to carry new microsats to orbit in January 2012. The inaugural launch of the European Space Agency's Vega rocket will carry the AlmaSat-1 amateur radio microsatellite and at least six additional CubeSats. Slated for January 2012, the launch will take place from the ESA spaceport at Karoo, French Guinea. Once lofted into space, all of the satellites will be placed into an elliptical orbit of 1450 by 300 kilometres an hour at an inclination of 69.5 degrees. They are expected to have a lifetime before re-entry of up to four years. For details of each of these birds, please follow the online links found at this week's text edition. Best read at wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA. Members of the Russian Robinson Club will attempt to activate another all-time IOTA new one, this time in Alaska. The Bethel County Group NA240 between the 5th and the 8th of January 2012. They'll be concentrating on 20, 30 and 40 metres. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. Turkish Scouting and Guiding Special Event Station. Members of the Turkish Scouting and Guiding Federation's National Consciousness Camp have activated Special Event Station TC9SAM between December the 23rd and the 26th. Activation is in memory of the Akba Martyrs, an operation will be commemorating the Fallen in Sarakimis' campaign of World War I. The Special Event Station TC9SAM will be located in Gazlia and Karnak villages of Ezriam. According to the camp program, they'll be on the air mainly on 40 and 80 metre bands, but also try other bands. You could also try to follow the team on APRS. And the QSL manager is TA1HZ. As an aside, December the 20th was also the 96th anniversary of the Anzac's departure from Gallipoli. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Hams do their bit after disaster. The flooding that swept through the Philippines has claimed 800 lives after the enormous devastation left by tropical storm Washi. Local hams in the disaster area are now doing their best to help out with the relief efforts. The search for survivors continues along with many burials that are needed. The Red Cross reports that the storm swept the entire coastal villages as it dumped heavy rain triggering mudslides. Some 47,000 people are in evacuation centres and President Bernigo Aquino is set to visit the disaster zone. The storm flooded a river that sent muddy floodwaters from nearby mountains that coated the streets. It's been a bad season for the country with back-to-back typhoons in September, leaving many people dead in the northern Philippines. Well, that's all I have for you this week. Merry Christmas from Robert, VK3DN who is reporting from Melbourne. We'll leave this edition of WIA National News with a special Christmas Day message from Michael Owen, VK3KI, the Wireless Institute of Australia's National President. But first, just a couple of dates coming up in February. 
February 4 in VK4 is the Bunya Mountains and District Amcom's Ham and Wine Fest 2012. February 12 in VK3, Centre Victoria Ham Fest, Kite and Racecourse. And February 26, the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club's Wyong Field Day. And now, our President. The fact that this broadcast is scheduled for Christmas Day gives me the opportunity to offer some special comments. Let me look back for a moment on the year just past. I had thought that after our centenary year last year, this year would be quiet and uneventful. It hasn't turned out that way, with major issues such as station inspections, WRC12 and all the work associated with that, and now the move towards higher power. So many people doing so much in so many ways for amateur radio and the future of amateur radio, our publications committee, our contest and award managers, our assessors and all the trainers, all those who contribute to their clubs, we really do owe so much to so many people. To all of you who have contributed to the WIA and amateur radio, I say thank you. To all of you who have taken the trouble to tell us personally at Hamfest or have written to us appreciating the work of the WIA, I say a most sincere thank you. To all of you, radio amateurs and people interested in amateur radio, I extend on behalf of the board of the WIA, our manager Mal Brooks, and on behalf of Diane and Margaret, our very best wishes for the festive season and for a healthy, happy and prosperous New Year. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.